build a support system? Oh, yes. Business, healing, relationships, friendships, doesn't matter. You should immediately audit who is in your life, like who are the five to 10 mm. most you know, closest people in your life, and do they serve your goal or do they accidentally detract from your goal? Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey guys, it's Chris. And it's Lori. And before we get started, I have to make the most exciting announcement ever, 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 ever. I am finally interviewing prospects for the 2021 Elite Entrepreneur Mastermind. Now, we've been doing this thing for, well, this will be the fifth year. And the results are off the charts every single year. People double their business to triple their business. It's for anyone who's earning over $500,000 mm -hmm. or more. Most people in that room are in the seven-figure range and above. But it's for anyone who's earning over $500,000 or more in 2021. Babe, what do you think is the number one thing that you've seen in my Elite Level Mastermind that creates the most change for each entrepreneur in there? This is so hard to pick because I get to be in that room a lot and it changes me. Um, so I would definitely say that it is the people who get to connect and network together and how you make everybody break out and work on each other's businesses. Um, and and just the sheer ideas and the number of just the increase in income that happens when they do that. Mm, I love it. Uh, I would put it this way. I love the 4060 formula that I operate this mastermind on. And what it means is once you're in the space where you're coming up on or you've passed seven figures, 4060 formula means it's 40% learning brand new things from the special guests I bring in and the celebrity entrepreneurs I bring in and the things that we teach from our team. But it's 60% making them learn from each other. All mm -hmm. the carefully curated exercises that we've invented to make them work on each other's business. And I always say every single thing that you need for the year is in that room or one introduction away. Now this year, we're actually cutting the room in half from 40 businesses to 20. So it's going to be even tougher to get in. And we're going for quality over quantity. But if you want to participate in what I call this 40-60 formula, 40% 40 learning brand new things, I'll change your life, 60% working with the people that you've always said, dang it, where are these entrepreneurs? Why can't I find them in my life? Then I want you to go check it out in one of two ways. You can either text me the word elite for our elite entrepreneur mastermind. Text me the word elite to 310-421-0416. Uh, Again, text me the word elite to 310-421-0416 and you and I'll text back and forth to see if it's a good fit. Or you can just go straight to the website, fill out the application, get your information there at fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Either way, I cannot wait to see who the 20 special souls are who are going to come in here and absolutely take their business to a brand new level this year. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Money. And, and it's time for another quickie because there's always time to fit an in inspiration. So oh. we are... We are going to be answering your questions because it's the holiday season and Chris and I are like, we are like busting out we're all of our... We're jamming out episodes right now. We're jamming out episodes right now. So, oh my gosh, this is so great because my last quickie, Chris, was all about like automating things. Like where can you actually do things together and use each other? Like, so right now what we're doing is we're doing one podcast for each of ours 
which is super helpful for both of us on time saving. So I'm doing exactly what I was talking about. I love it. You reached out to your audience, God, not even 10 minutes ago and said, Hey guys, we're filling a, a whole bunch of episodes this weekend. Ask us anything and we'll answer it. What are some of the questions that you got? Okay. My first one is from, I think it's Jaya Kasha on Instagram. And she asks, best way to begin a business or side hustle when you don't have the income yet? Oh my gosh. I love this. So here's my piece of advice. Um, You don't need to spend a ton of money and it depends what her business is, right? So obviously this is out of context. But for most people asking this type of question, you don't need a ton of money to start. Websites are inexpensive these days. And branding is inexpensive these days. And all the knowledge you need to get started, it's free on things like podcasts and YouTube and even inexpensive courses and books. So don't let the money be a barrier to entry. Step one, in my opinion, would be this. Clarify one problem you're going to solve and the product you're going to solve it with. Right. So is it uh, a problem you're going to solve through coaching? Is it a problem you're going to solve through a book? Is it a problem you're going to solve through podcasting? But choose one problem you're going to solve and the method or the product you're going to solve it with. The number two, get a very inexpensive website just up. Mm-hmm. Because most of your marketing these days is going to be on social media anyways. And number three, when it comes to monetizing yourself, I know there's going to be a lot of different ways that you can monetize your product. Always start with the one that has the highest profit margin and is fastest to market. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's not the one you're most excited about. Sometimes that's the one that um, you're like, oh, I don't really want to be doing one-on-one coaching. I don't really want to be doing X, Y, and Z. I really want to be doing... And then you know what your grand vision is. Mm-hmm. But it's important in the beginning to get that profitable revenue coming in because then you get to reinvest that profitable revenue into the bigger, sexier thing that you truly want to be doing in the long run. Yeah. You know, one of the things that you always, uh, or that we always see is people get really stuck on my logo and my website. And I'm like, you don't even need one. Uh -uh. You like, we know, and you always talk about this. You could be in business tomorrow. So could you help someone? Could you book a, 20 minute consultation, which is free to do on your Instagram. You guys, like my first business was just on Facebook. I had nothing. So it it was just like, hey, who wants to try this or who wants to get a training session? Like it, you, you don't need all of the things that you need. You just need to start and starting will help you figure it out. Love so it. I love that. What's the next question? Okay. So what are some ways? This is from Shayna Kid on Instagram. What are some ways to manage overwhelm when you work a nine to five while building a side biz? We just did a whole episode on overwhelm like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what we all said, but I will tell I'll tell you that sometimes in the beginning, managing overwhelm when you are doing a side hustle um, is to know that you're going to be overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and that's not a good answer, but it's the best answer. Um, you're, you in the beginning, you are doing it all. And I think what you have to know is what's the biggest needle moving thing that you're going to be spending your energy on? Because with a side hustle, you don't have a you don't have a ton of energy, but what you need to do is you keep you need to keep on mustering up energy to do some needle moving things. I feel like one of the most disempowering beliefs is that it's going to feel elegant or that it's not going to be overwhelming because that's not the real world. So learn to dance in the overwhelm, learn to be present because most overwhelm comes from worrying about the future, things yeah. that may or may not happen anyways or worrying about what you're going to do Thursday when it's Monday. So learn to be present and that'll remove a lot of the overwhelm. Yeah, exactly what you said. Overwhelm comes from not knowing an exact plan. It comes from not knowing where to put your energy. So what I would do is write down the top three things that you need to be doing 
And what happens is what I used to do is I would sit and be like, well, oh my God, I need a post out today on Instagram. That's what I should be doing. It's like, sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. Oh my God, I didn't get this up or I didn't do this. Or maybe I should uh, be researching a website. Like overwhelm comes from your energy getting spread all over. And it's like you have such a finite amount in instead of like a glass of water and knowing where to pour that into, like what little shot glasses to pour that into, you're taking it and you're just like flinging it across the wall. And it's so confusing. Here's one more resource. You know, I always teach you are obligated for the things that fall uh, below your pay grade or that you are not an expert at. Even in the beginning of your business, you're obligated to either hire them out, trade them out, or delegate them out. And when you don't have a lot of money in the beginning, then usually it's trade them out. Like if you could trade your uh, art of copywriting for somebody else's you know, beautiful talent at being a good graphic artist, then you guys trade with each other. I got to give a shout out to a friend's site out there, uh, Tata Tikarazi. She founded the website Barter and B. Just like it sounds like bartering, barter and be. And it's an entire website for a wi- full of women who list what their superpowers are and what their needs are. And you get to go barter and trade things out that you're not good at for things that you are good at in order to remove the overwhelm and, and grow your business faster in the beginning. Oh man, there's a few questions on here I really love. Okay. I might be answering this one first. We'll see unless you you feel really called. Um, this one is from Carmen Oling. Uling, I'm pretty sure is how you say it, which I've... Yep. I think I might have... You're crushing it with the names, baby. Yeah. Um, Anyway, love this girl. Uh, (laughs) I really do. I love being weird and having fun. I often find myself being so damn serious. Tips to focus on fun. Business can bring out that side of us that can be really serious because in a lot of times in business, there's not a lot of... In the beginning, you're probably doing a lot of things that don't feel fun. So... I think some ways to bring that in is to look at where in your business you can have some fun. Do you have fun planning with people? This was mm-hmm. huge for me. I would look at my day and be like, this sounds freaking miserable. And I, you know, I look at what I'm having to do right now. And, you know, there's a part of my business where I get to plan. It didn't feel like a get. It felt like I have to plan social content for 30 days where yeah. I work with another a team to do it. And then I go in and I do it alone and I edit everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is miserable. I don't want to sit here and do this all by myself. So I was like, what would make this more fun? Is there somebody I could bring in for an hour and just have some fun around some quotes and go down the rabbit hole of like what's working and what's not working? And like, who? what, what do we really want to say? Like, mm-hmm. if we could say anything, what do we really want to do? Like, maybe you need to bring in somebody who is even a friend that you ask once a month or once a week to strategize with you for an hour. Like, what would be fun for you? What does that look like? Would it be fun if you went and worked at a really cool trendy coffee shop with another friend for the day? Um, You know, you really have to think about what feels more fun. And it's going to be easy to not prioritize it because it's not going to feel important. But I think fun is one of the highest priorities if that is a North Star for you, which it sounds like it is. It should be. Yes to more fun in 2021. What's the next question? Okay. Next question. How do you plan for having a plan B and C if 2021 goes sideways? I don't think you do plan for from, having a... Sorry. This is from Hind Ayuni. I don't think you do plan for having a, a plan B and a plan C if it goes sideways. Listen, some of it is going to go sideways. Mm-hmm. I've already released my economic outlook and what my expectations are for 2021. It's going to have an equal to or greater number of headwinds than 2020 had. And so I think the answer to this is expect uncertainty, have a vision that keeps you centered, right? So you've got an end goal that you are, you are headed towards no matter what. 
Matter of fact, I want you to picture yourself in a blizzard. Like picture these movies where someone's lost in a blizzard and, and they see a cabin light way off in the distance. And it's the only thing that they can faintly see in the blizzard. And the wind's blowing them left and the wind's blowing them right. And they're falling in the snow and they're getting turned around and they can't see, but you know, five feet in front of them other than this, this faint light off in the distance. But it is that vision. It is that goal. It is that faint light off in the vision that keeps them going in the right direction. Even when they get turned around, even when they fall down and have to get back up, even when they go blind for a moment, that faint light off in the distance, that's your vision. That's your goal. That is your only plan is I'm going to get to that light. I'm going to get to that vision. Come hell or high water, come up or down, come left or right, mm-hmm. no matter what happens this year, I'm going to keep that thing in focus. And when you keep something in focus, then it becomes easier to pivot and still know where you're going. It becomes easier to adjust and still know where you're going. So the answer is go ham on your mm-hmm. plan A, but don't be so attached to you get there. the plan. Be attached to the end destination. Yeah, I love that. I think of that with my company all the time. Like it's just, uh, when the roads turn, then you decide which road is best. And we get so stuck in, what if this road turns this way? Or what if it turns that way? Go down the road. And when it comes to a why, then you decide, do I go right or do I go left? Because your business, you could even plan to go right. And what'll happen is you'll be like, I had no idea I had more of a left business. So you cannot plan for it. And everybody wastes their energy on like having all of these plans before they start. And you just got to start and create your plan as you go. Love it. What's the next one? And sometimes the plans abort mission, right? And then do something different. So, But you won't know that till you get to that place. All right. Next question. This is good. This is Maria Castillo 0905. And the question is, how do I learn that happiness doesn't come with a price? You can be happy and not owe anyone anything. Interesting. That's an upper limit. I've had this before. I was always like, oh my gosh, you know, if I get this, I have to make sure, or or I was waiting for the shoe to drop. Like, oh my God, I'm experiencing a lot of joy. And, you know, if I make more money than my parents, this looks like this, or I feel guilty around this, or, you know, I have to make sure this person knows that I know that they were the reason for this, or, oh my God, if I make this much money, I'm going to feel guilty, or I can't talk about this, or people are going to want things from me, or I'm going to owe things to people. Or It's like crazy the amount of things that come in your head. It's just upper limiting and self-sabotaging. It's the choice to believe that happiness doesn't come with a price, that it's actually a birthright. Like we were put on this planet, you know, Chris, you and I uh, threw a few different books that we've read um, just about universe, God, you know, we truly believe that we are here to um, just like have like God experiences life through us mm-hmm. and we get to live out our purpose. And that's actually what um, our creator, the universe wants is for you to experience the highest version of yourself and happiness and whatever comes in between, like just to collect experiences throughout life. And I think that a lot of times, maybe we grew up in a family where, you know, we also watched our parents like sabotage or upper limit their happiness by saying, you know, rich are greedy. Um, what are some other sayings? Help me out. Around uh, money and success. Oh, uh, yeah. Things like, um, oh, that greedy boss, you know, fired everybody, let us go so that they could have more money. Like all these things that parents say innocently because they think it's truth in a moment that their kids will start to pick up on. Like the list goes on and on and on. But the happiness comes from this, guys. 
because let's get back to the main question of she's saying, hey, how can I make sure I ensure more happiness? Happiness comes from purpose. Happiness does not come from everything going your way. Happiness comes Mm. from navigating a path towards purpose, whether things are going your way or not. It's that pursuit of purpose where happiness really and truly comes Mm. from. And you know, we've had periods in our life where we don't have to do anything. And we've had periods in our life where we feel like we have too many things to do. And I'll tell you, the happiness in our life has always been when we're busy and when we're in our purpose. So good. Yeah. Sorry, I was relating that to a money question as well, but that was great. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's do one last one. Okay. One last one. All right. This is from Mrs. Swarlos. And it says, first steps when starting from the beginning of anything, healing, relationships, business. I would say uh, build a support system. Oh, yes. Business, healing, relationships, friendships, doesn't matter. You should immediately audit who is in your life, like who are the five to 10 mm. most you know, closest people in your life, and do they serve your goal or do they accidentally detract from your goal? Wow. And I say accidentally because most people don't wake up every day saying, I'm going to pull Lori away from her goals. Yeah. They don't realize that they're accidentally sabotaging your goals by saying things like, let's go to happy hour. Oh, you used to be fun. Or there you go thinking big again. I want step one to be for you to list the five to 10 closest people in your life. And I want you to audit them. Do they serve my goals or do they accidentally sabotage my goals? And then what? Once you audit them. And then cut them. (laughs) Cut them off. (laughs) Cut them off. No, I'm not even kidding. So listen. You have a grave responsibility to bring more people into your life that serve your goals and to distance yourself from people who don't. You have no obligation to remain in relationship with somebody just because you have a prior existing relationship. Friends, family, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Your happiness, your success, you serving the world the way God meant you to, to serve the world only comes from you re, uh, surrounding yourself with people who are going to reinforce your goals and distancing yourself from people who are going to detract from them. Just had a really funny like play on words, like grave responsibility, like a responsibility before you go to your grave. <laughs> well, isn't that dark? <laughs> dark and it kind of puts it into the perspective, right? I love it. Guys, thanks for your questions. This was super fun to be able to answer your questions. Lori, any parting words? Just so grateful for you guys all the time. I love it. In the the meantime, guys, remember when good people make good money, they do great things. Earn your happy. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.